and welcome to episode 48 of Checking the Gate podcast. I am Robert Wright Stasco. And I am Michael M. Patty. And in today's episode, we're going to be looking at The Last Days in the Desert starring Ewan McGregor, who might be playing Jesus, don't really know, <laughs> um, Karen Hines and uh, a few that, other people. Is that how you say it, Karen? That's how I'm saying it. All I don't right. know if that's how. I, I was thinking Siren. But it could be it, it, it's it looks like a Welsh name and Welsh names are he is Irish. He Irish. Is Irish. OK, so it's a Celtic sort of thing. It, those names are very difficult to pronounce. It, you look like uh, you look at like Welsh stuff on the BBC. You ever watch that? Yes. I, like like a I Welsh soap opera. About. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you, you, it, you listen to it and you think, you know, I should be able to understand this. <laughs> But they're speaking a completely different language. It's re- it's really quite cool. But anyways, um, I've, I've watched Doctor Who and had the exact same thought. <laughs> I think that's just a thick accent. Yeah, I know. Some of those we do watch a lot of BBC shows at home, and sometimes they're like, we need to put the subtitles on because I don't understand what anyone's saying. Yeah, most of the time when I'm watching new episodes of Doctor Who, not so much reruns. Uh, new episodes of Doctor Who, and uh, I'm still catching up on Rev from a few episodes oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. I've got two more to go. I watch those with the subtitles on. Yeah. So, like, especially when Nigel was talking. Especially, about. yeah. But, uh, but anyways, speaking of TV, in our TV corner today, we're doing an American TV show from uh, the TV Land Network called Impastor, the recently canceled. Yes. Impastor. Spoilers, Robert. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you haven't watched the show, well, we'll watch it for you. <laughs> if you <laughs> haven't we'll watched you the know. show, <laughs> so what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? Usually, this is the point where we say, you know, if if you haven't watched it, why are you listening to us? But this episode, we'll make an exception. Yeah. If you haven't watched either of these things, it doesn't matter. I think this is another case of where we're just going to take the bullet for you on this one, and yeah. we'll let you know. Yeah. And the thing is, n- n- neither of these are bad. You know, this is not, it's not fireproof, you know. <laughs> these these are not stinkers. Don't don't let me, these are, you know, they're just okay. Well, well let's get into it then. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about this Last is, Days in the Desert. This will be the non-essentials episode of Checking the Gate right <laughs> hey. here. We, yeah. we do love themes, and this one this one ended up with one completely by accident. Yeah, I remember last episode we were talking about, oh, this one will be pretty good, you know, we'll have a couple. Yeah. You know, because we, we did Spotlight yeah. and a couple of really strong movies, and we're like, yeah, let's keep the streak going. Well, you know, you don't know these things until you watch them, I suppose. Yeah, it, was, it seemed like a good idea uh, because we saw this on streaming service. That we both, uh, I don't want to say subscribe to, but we have access to through our local library uh, called Hoopla at www.hooplaDigital.com. And shout out to you guys at Hoopla. Thanks for the free stuff. Uh, the Muppet movie is on there. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of comic books. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I think Machine Gun Pastor? No. That was somewhere else that I just saw it, not Hoopla. But but yeah, like the the preacher series of comic books, which was a basis. Maybe that's for what I was thinking. One of, of our preacher is on Hoopla. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking at some of the the original 
uh, books, which inspired that uh, television show. I was watching that, or um, reading those books, I should say. Yeah, they have so, they have more than uh, the Muppet movie. <laughs> I didn't want to make it sound like they have like one film. Uh, they have more than that. Uh, yeah, the Muppet just, Christmas Carol, I think, was on the soundtrack. On the Muppet Christmas Carol oh, soundtrack okay. is on there, which is good too. Get definitely get that. They have movies. They have TV shows. They have comics. Uh, they have uh, music. Lots of all sorts of stuff. Uh, so anyway, that's where Last Days of the Desert was, and that's what made me think. You know, oh, I've heard of this. You and McGregor plays Jesus, and so uh, based on that information alone, <laughs> we decided to do it for the next episode, and uh, here we are. Yeah. So looking on IMDb just now, here's the summary for Last Days in the Desert. An imagined chapter from Jesus' 40 days of fasting and praying in the desert. On his way out of the wilderness, Jesus struggles with the devil over the fate of a family in crisis. Wow. Who who would ever have had the idea to take Jesus' life and come up with a completely imagined instance <laughs> in it? I can't think of a single other episode we've done. You know, uh, I think if uh, Martin Scorsese would have done something like that, that would have been really good, I think. Yeah, but we're going to we're going to have to wait till next month to do a uh, Martin Scorsese religious film. Oh, wait, that's right. So other than other than the premise, this has nothing in common with Last Temptation of Christ. This no. this is no Last Temptation of Christ. This is it's the first temptation it's, of Christ. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh it's pretty much he well this isn't in the bible no he's he's fasting in the desert and he keeps seeing a vision of himself which george burns did 30 some years ago yeah as there's, a, there's not as there's a not, demon there's not too many original ideas in this one is there no despite the fact that it's an original story like right, written right. by the guy who directed it, i think wrote it too is that correct yes yes uh, written and directed yeah other than the fact that it's by uh, Rodrigo Garcia, thank you. Uh, other than that, it, it's a lot is uh, let's say uh, borrowed. Yeah, uh, like the fact that Jesus and Satan, or I know it was God and the devil, but now it's Jesus and the devil, uh, played by the same actor. Uh, he's being tempted. I, I honestly don't know what to say about it because the, the basic story is he's fasting. He's wandering through the desert. He meets this family. Uh, there's a little bit of family drama. And then he moves on. And at the end of the movie, for some reason, they show the crucifixion. Well, they show the crucifixion, and toward... Shall I jump right into it? Yeah. Is there any reason to talk about the the drama with the family? No, it, it it's very... Slow, like The son's having a crisis of faith. He wants to leave his family. His right. mother is dying. And then his father dies. And... Yeah, it's in kind the of, meantime, yeah, in the meantime, uh, the the demon, as he's listed in the credits, uh, tells Yeshua, as he's listed in the credits, right, that uh, the some in some iterations of the Matrix or words <laughs> words to that effect. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, uh, just like in the Matrix, this is like the three hundredth go round or whatever. Uh, that sometimes. The son ends up killing the father. 
uh, sometimes different bad fates befall them. In this time, uh, the, the father has an accident and falls to his death. And the son goes off, and Yeshua demands to be seen the boy's fate. The audience does not see what he sees. Yeah. And then him and the demon uh, have a little confab about, you know, more more tempting. And the demon says, when the time comes, just say the word, and I'll get you down and you can go on. And then we, you know, he, Yeshua walks off. Oh, um, does he heal the mother? Uh, that is unclear. Yes. It, it, you... That is unclear. Thank you. Yeah, okay. it's like he he tries to, and she says no, and then she rolls over, and it, it, I kind of think he does it anyway. That's kind of... What's the point? Because the demon says, no, she's mine. So I right. kind of thought the sun's going to go off, and... She's going to die lonely, and... Well, no, the, the sun goes off, and he can't... Jesus can't stop what's going to happen to the son. He's going to come to a bad end somehow without the guidance of his father. Yeah. He sees he sees a bad fate for the son and then goes in and heals the mother to do to help somebody to do a good turn. Right. That's that's what I thought happened. Yeah. And and to go back a little bit, I didn't like the part where it was like Jesus was asking the devil for like what's going to happen. When yeah, that that shows like a limit to his power and knowledge and stuff when but that's the point he's jesus he's human yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well they're 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 playing up too much to humanity and not the divinity where you know G- would in the bible it shows jesus seeing what people are thinking and if you think you know he knows he knows what's going to happen to him so how is he not going to know what happens to like someone else. I don't that so, didn't, that didn't bother me because it it they needed to come up with an excuse for him to talk to himself. I yeah, guess. I, yeah. And and by that point they had established that they were playing up the humanity. So Yeah, yeah well I, like like the part where the kid farts and Jesus laughs at oh, it. See, I blocked that out. I watched that. <laughs> I watched the first half the other day, and then the second half this morning. That was like, I think that's where they really lost me. Was like, oh, fart joke. And then he stuck his tongue out and gave a thumbs up like Jar Jar. <laughs> Not really. Might as He's well. Waiting have. for that. Yeah. Um. So he heals the. We think the son goes off, and we think meets a bad end, and then we think he heals the mother, and then. Has has the talk with Satan and then walks off, and that should be the end of the movie. But then they show. But then they show the crucifixion, and then the demon comes back as like a hummingbird, and then you know obviously yeah, he turns away. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah. And then that should be the end of the movie, but it's not. Then they show him in the cave being sealed up, and you think you're gonna see the kid. Yeah, yeah, something don't. like that. Yeah, like the kids burying him, or yeah. he's going to be there when he right. is resurrected. But they don't even show you the they resurrection. Don't... The last shot of the movie and is then, really annoying. And then, like in Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> yeah. they cut to the present. Now, in Battlestar Galactica, they had a little scene with uh, the angels, Gaius and Six. Yeah. Where they kind of they kind of tied in, you know, what had happened with, you know, the humans and and how we got to where we are now. 
Yeah. Whatever. I have no idea what the point of showing the present at the end of this film was. It was like two people walking up to... Yeah, it was a photo op in a, a canyon. Yeah, well, it was the canyon where... where the, yeah, where the action of the movie had taken right. place. Right. It was it was actually shot on location in California. In Calif- which I didn't know until I looked on IMDb. I honestly thought it was, that, I, if I, not the I Holy Land, at least. through the credits, and I saw that at the end of the credits where they shot it entirely on location there. It was, I will give it the movie this it was quite beautiful to look at yes especially like the first you know 10 minutes or so and then you, you got really bored of looking at the desert the whole time and and then they introduced this family and it's it's yeah. so dysfunctional yeah. it just the it, movie it, the movie's it, about whether or not the blase, son the son you know. wants to leave his father alone and go to Jerusalem that's yeah. that's the movie there's no there's no crisis of faith. No, no one is sitting down and talking about what they really feel. It's it's not about Jesus. Yeah, he's he's so passive in this. He doesn't take an active role. He just sort of he doesn't eat anything. Lets, he doesn't drink anything. He just sort of lets things happen. And like 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 when the father falls to his death, they're they're holding on to. Um, the the son and Jesus are holding on to him by a rope. He's trying to get this rock on the side of a cavern for some reason. Yeah, is and it me or was neither one of them helping pull him up? No, they were trying to, and like he grabs onto both their hands and then like lets go and just falls to his death. It was like kind of pointless. And the devil says, "You could have pulled him up if you really wanted to with the strength of three hundred men." He's like, "That's ridiculous." And it's like. They had this wager, and it was unclear about why they were even trying to wager and who was going to win what. And uh, I guess that's the mark of a true independent movie. If it's so ambiguous, you have no idea what's going on, then you know you're up for some awards at some yeah this you know, was low in, level this was festival in, circuit. This was in the Sundance Film Festival. Oh, was that's, it? That's where it premiered last year. So okay. basically, what you're saying is. It was really ambiguous, and you weren't clear what was happening, and it wasn't sledgehammery enough. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots, he scores. I was saving that <laughs> since this morning. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I guess as a Christian, just the way they portray Jesus, is, like I said, he's just some passive observer. Uh, he doesn't have any real power. Yeah, and if he does, he decides not to use it. That's not that's not the character of Jesus that I knew. And like that, I guess some of the the conclusions you could draw from the ending was like, well, maybe, uh, maybe the the son went off and he got happily married and you know was a good father to his son and it passed down to the generation. So, you know, two thousand years, you know, they come back. Another, his descendants come back and they share a moment taking pictures on their cell phone at the place where, you know. Where their great, 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 great grandfather died. Exactly, yeah. Great. Or you could say, because there was a line where the devil is talking to Jesus, like, you think people are going to remember you a thousand years from now? Yeah, that's what, the only thing I can glean out of that last shot is that we are still talking about Jesus and that he won 
even though he didn't do anything. His... <laughs> At least not in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because it would be one thing if they showed, you know, Jesus' death and resurrection, but they just show him yeah, being buried. Which isn't... And that's it. Then yeah, fade with, to with no context yeah. other than other than the hummingbird, which ties back to the line that the demon said, which which had I still argue none of that had anything to do with the movie we just saw. The movie ends with him walking into the desert and continuing his fast. The yeah. viewer, anyone watching this movie, is presumably familiar with the Sunday school story of Jesus. We know what happens. We know he doesn't take him up on his offer to come off the cross. Because we saw the Martin Scorsese movie. That's right. And <laughs> and we know the story. We don't need to see the death again. We don't need to see him being... Uh, we, we know he doesn't take him up on the offer. We don't need to see him being buried. And we don't need to see the future. Because... We're watching the movie. Obviously, we're still talking about him a thousand and even two thousand years later. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it it seemed an exercise in tedium to me, just it, slogging it even, through it, these it, people just staring at each other and you know wanting to say stuff but not being able to. And it wasn't even tedious for me. It just it. I wanted to see what happened, and then. Nothing happened. <laughs> That's right. But it, like I said, it wouldn't be a good independent movie if anything happened at all. I, exciting, you know. Because then, then it would be then it would be an action adventure. And yeah. Actually, people I have would seen, care about it. And, I have seen worse independent movies. And I've seen better. Right. <laughs> so, so it's all right, somewhere it's, in the middle. I mean, yeah, it's it not was bad. Well, this is this is not a bad film it's yeah. it's an okay film right ewan mcgregor does his best with what little he has to work with even if he's a white scottish jesus if you have hoopla watch it for free yeah you can watch it in chunks like we did yes so that's the best way to could, do it could even watch the whole because trying i think trying to watch that much stuff not happening for and, and it's not it's 99 minutes, and it, it it seems longer than that, so. 99 minutes, and the resurrection ain't one. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, what's your what's your final judgment on Last Days in the Desert? Okay? Y- yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would say go and watch The Last Temptation of Christ yes, again. Yes, Definitely. Definitely watch Last Temptation of Christ first. Do not watch this movie if you have not seen Last Temptation of Christ. Uh, do you know who the mom was? No. Kingpin's girlfriend. Oh. And, and Superman's okay. mom. Laura in Man of Steel. Okay. And Kingpin's girlfriend in Daredevil Season 1. Okay. I knew she... You see yeah. her so little, and she's very gaunt. Yes. So. Okay. Uh, do you know who the kid was? No. Cyclops in X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah, he had his eyes covered the whole yeah, time. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, I've seen um, Siren, Karen Hines. Siren Hines. Siren Hines. That guy. Yeah, I've seen him in uh, stuff before. He was... I've seen him. He was apparently in Munich, which I I don't remember him in Munich. He was in. He was one of the owners in Fan of the Opera. Oh, okay. Monsieur Fairman. Okay. But I I know for sure I saw him in the last Harry Potter movie. He was 
um, Dumbledore's brother. I did not. Yeah, know. that was him. I've seen him in other stuff too. I think. Okay. Uh, um, do you know who Yeshua was? He was. Uh, that was, was he, he in was, one of those uh, Star Wars movies? Um, no, he was in uh, that one uh, with Renee Zellweger. Um, in the it's in like the fifties, I think. <laughs> I forget the name of it. <laughs> I forget too. I. <laughs> I think oh, he was man. in some Nicole Kidman movie too. <laughs> oh, uh, he was in another independent movie called Young Adam. Did I see that? I hope not, because that was that had Tilda Swinton in it. No, I don't think I did. That one was that was another yeah. terrible uh, one. Whole, yeah, yeah. they're again, making yeah. Train Spotting two. Is he in that? Yes, yes, they are in the process of filming Train Spotting two. Train Spotting two. Yeah. Oh, that's not a movie that screamed, oh, this needs a sequel. I completely agree. I will say this, though. That was Ewan McGregor's first. That was his big break. Yeah, yeah. I I heard about it, and I before I saw it, I, for whatever reason, I had got it in my head that Ewan McGregor was like a junkie in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Just, and it... Because I, I like, read or heard something wrong that they were going for accuracy... It, it, I think that's what I thought, and I don't know why I got that impression. Yeah. But then I saw him in other things, and it's like, oh, no, he's just a good actor. And he is. I, I will say he did act very well in this movie. Like, yes. The, the for, acting for was being, good. For being 10 yeah. years older in a completely different nationality and skin color than yeah. real Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um Yes, he did as the script required him, I guess. He was interesting to watch at parts. Yes, thank you. That's that's better than I could put it. Yeah. But all right, let's move on and chop like the last 5 or 6 minutes <laughs> off. <laughs> now, all right. we'll, we'll leave that in. We we it wouldn't be a real uh checking the gate episode without a tumble down the rabbit hole. <laughs> So, oh, even the embarrassing part where I was trying to come up with the lamest Ewan McGregor movie that I could. There's, uh, there's quite a few to choose from. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, it's some people right. would argue episode one would be. Lame. No, it's two. It's two. Two's the one. Two's the one where he has the bad wig. Yeah, that was bad. And like the beard in some shots is like totally different. Be- than yeah, because the shot it's before. reshoots. Yeah. Yeah, that scene in the elevator. Where yeah. they're where they're talking about uh, the the nest of Gundarks, and yeah. then they get to her apartment, and he looks completely different. Yeah, and it's it, it's been like ten seconds. Yeah, or or like when they're running through the through the alleyway chasing the bounty hunter, and then when he hands him his lightsaber and like this is your life, it, it's like a totally different beard. But it, it, I will say in the last days in the desert, his beard was completely consistent all the way through because it was real. <laughs> Um, what he was really Jesus, or just the beard was real? He's really Jesus. <laughs> Why do you think you and McGregor has has never died? Because it's Jesus. Well, it's not that you don't die; it's if you die and come back. He did yeah. die and come back in Episode Four. That was Alec Guinness, not you and McGregor. Wait, what? <laughs> All right, since we're going down a rabbit hole, and the rest of the episode is going to be short anyway. Um. I, I'm and and this is a quasi-religious podcast. 
I'm about to commit some heresy. Oh, oh really? Uh-oh. You know how we had Force Awakens last year, Rogue One this year, next year's Episode 8, yeah, 8, <laughs> and then Han Solo, mm-hmm. and then Episode 9. Right. And then they're not sure what they're going to do after that. How about they remake the original trilogy with Ewan McGregor and... How about they make it consistent? They bring Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan and get... Oh, just reshoot episode four with all the the, the recast people? (laughs) Wow, that'll be something. Yeah. Still get... You can still get Frank Oz and hopefully Ian McDiarmid by that time. Oh, yeah. You know, I was wondering why, like, in the special editions, they didn't, like shoot a scene of, like, the Emperor disbanding the Senate and putting that in there because that's what we need. Consistency through all the movies is a scene of, um, like, (laughs) legal legal politicalism to to really slow down the action. That's what we need. You don't think that movie's slow enough? Yeah. That Jabba scene slows down the action. Yeah. But uh, he gets his tail stepped on, and that's funny. We watched that the other day after. <laughs> we were going to watch it after Rogue One, and then Carrie Fisher died, and then we had yeah, two reasons to watch it. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, that's just awful. <laughs> I I enjoy the Jabba scene. It's totally unnecessary it's because... It's completely unnecessary. All, the everything CG they talk about... Out, the <laughs> CG stands out. We, we watched it on the Blu-ray, and... Yeah. All of the live-action stuff looks great. They cleaned the bejesus out of the original film stock. Every CG effect that they did in 1997 sticks out painfully. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is they, they redid this. And they redid the... Jabba with the Phantom Menace <laughs> 99 CG model. And it's still, it looks better than it did in 97. Yeah, that one looked terrible, man. Oh. Oh, dude! You know what? I had a I had a thought while we were watching it. What's next, that? Next year is is well tomorrow is 2017. Yeah, the special edition will be as old as the original was when they did the special editions. Wait, I need to wrap my mind around. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I had to wrap my mind around. They that did statement. the special editions in 1997 for the 20th anniversary of the original. Oh man, we're this that is, old. Yeah, we're this old. is the 20th anniversary of the special editions. Yeah, wow. And subsequently, my uh, faces VHS tapes, which I am looking at as we speak. <laughs> we got we got rid of our uh, last two VCRs, which we haven't used in years, uh, earlier this week to clean out room in my basement where we're recording this in my brand new man cave. And yeah. We we have we no longer have a VCR in the house. I still have a few VHS tapes. Uh, they're the they're the ones I had uh, on a rack that I could not get on DVD when I got rid of all my other VHS tapes, uh, including uh, the original version of Highlander 2, <laughs> which I paid a dollar for on VHS, uh, Fierce Creatures, which I'm not sure ever came to DVD or not. Uh, Is that with the... Uh, it's with the, the cast of Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. John Cleese, Michael Palin, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Kevin That Klein. was mildly amusing. It was mildly amusing. Uh, I've only seen it, I believe, the once. I got it on this VHS tape from the exchange for a dollar. I can still see the sticker. I watched it. I have never watched it again, and now I can't. Uh, 
uh, My Fellow Americans, which I believe did eventually come to DVD and maybe even Blu-ray by now. Uh, Wayne's World, which I have since bought on DVD. I'm not sure why I still have that. Uh, The Paper with Michael Keaton and Randy Quaid, directed by Ron Howard, uh, which I was good. I I don't think that ever came to DVD. Chris Rock, Bring the Pain, which did, but I never rebought it. Uh, A collection of meatloaf videos directed by Michael Bay. (laughs) Uh, Weird Al, Alapalooza the videos, not on DVD, but on YouTube now, I I guess, I assume. Uh, And then the original versions of Star Wars, which are on DVD, but only if you bought a certain set of DVDs and then they were non-anamorphic. Yes, um, I have the... Uh, someone found an old print of Star Wars and cleaned it up. It's I think they're calling it like the silver screen edition. I have bootlegs. Yeah, yeah. this one it I need to get like a a Blu-ray burner because it's like it's like 15 gigs. Or oh something. wow! Yeah, I it, I don't have that. Bo- t- I have bootleg DVDs of it that look they look like VHS when I and now that I have yeah now that I have high def TVs. Yeah, it's <laughs> a it's terrible. a rip of the old laserdisc copies, which Ooh. Uh, right. Those are the ones that I you got for me, maybe is that yeah. what they are? Yeah, that's okay. what they were. Cause wow, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, I know people online have been. We're going on what twenty minutes that can be deleted? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I know online people have gone in and cleaned up the original trilogy using uh, the laser disc, uh, the Blu-rays, what they can from the Blu-rays. Uh, like the all the corrections yeah. that have been made, like Orabesh in the, I don't mind that. Yeah, I mind Jabba in a scene that he wasn't originally because they had an actor uh, getting his tail stepped on. I mind, I mind Han not shooting first, if for no other reason than it's poorly done. Yeah. Like, they should have looked at it and gone, they oh, man, this is... Them, you know, oh, man, this looks terrible. George, we we can't do this. It looks terrible. Yeah. I, I understand the logic, but the execution does not work. Yeah, it's it's better on he the was, Blu-ray. His life was threatened. Just, we get it. His life was threatened. He has to stick up for himself. You yeah. know, he's not murdering Greedo. Greedo had a gun on him the whole time. Greedo you know, is was, Greedo is saying him. he's gonna shoot him. You know, one yeah. and one way or the other, Han ends up, you know, shooting Greedo. That it's not he he's no more heroic for not shooting first. And after the the big stink they made about, you know, oh we want, you know, Anakin Skywalker to be this sweet and innocent kid and he turns totally evil into Darth Vader, why can't you have a real scoundrel turn into a real good guy? Go the opposite way. You know, he's got a, you know, I don't know. Why does he have to be, why does Anakin have to be a little kid? Why can't he be a, a good, upstanding Jedi Knight? Yeah. You know, why can't he be grown in Episode 1? Yeah, well, that was the thing, uh, like... Or was, why can't Episode 1 be about finding Anakin? It's not. Finding Anakin. Yeah. Like finding Nemo? Exactly like that. All right. There are little fishes... Many little in the fishes desert? in in your bloodstream that control <laughs> the force. <laughs> oh man, we've tumbled deep down the rabbit hole this yeah. time. Yeah, all right. Just, well, th- just this is our tribute to the late great Carrie Fisher. Who, oh, is that what this is? <laughs> well, you know, it, it it's it's sad, and it you know, is and, very and then sad. her her mother uh, Debbie the next Reynolds day passed away. 
2016 has been a rough year. So yeah. it's Andy, it's, it's not over yet. We've still got a, a, a ten and a half hours. Yeah. So and so we're we're glad to be spending it with you, our listeners, so. if we're still alive. <laughs> This, well, like every episode, this may be our last. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. Wow. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still have the last episode before this one, which will probably come out yeah. tonight. Yeah. The, and then uh, this one will be... Yeah, the Defending Your listening. Life episode will definitely not be the last. Yes. So, all right. I guess not every episode. <laughs> Well, shall we shall we finally get to uh TV corner with the TV Land yes. show Impastor. Yes, and I'll warn you now, this will probably be a very short discussion. <laughs> And we're talking about the TV Land show and Pastor, which uh, is recently deceased and, unlike Jesus, will probably not be coming back. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, this was one of those shows, I, I, I know I've said this about other things we watch, where I didn't want to like it, but because it was so funny, I couldn't help myself but enjoy it. I, I admit, but, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. It's not the best show. It's not like rev where i was blown away by how much i liked it yeah but i didn't think i was going to find it funny at all and it was there were there were uh, every episode i watched i laughed out loud yeah um, me too. at at least one thing and, and, yeah and a lot of times i, I laughed while covering my eyes because i was i was embarrassed for the character <laughs> for what they were going through uh, and but. we watched, Robert and I watched different episodes. Robert watched all of season one, which was what, eight episodes? Ten. Ten? Okay. It was uh, one of those things where, yeah, I couldn't stop. You know, oh, it was like, okay. I kept, I, you know, it was like one or two, and I'm like, uh, actually, I think I skipped one because just the setup was, it was too painful. Oh. It was like the fifth episode. He was trying, he needed some money, so he's going to steal a necklace off a off a, a dead lady at her funeral, and it's like, oh, please. As one does. Yeah, so I couldn't even watch that one. But um, I watched the first two episodes of season one before it went away on the TV Land app, and then season two was all on Hulu. I watched two episodes of season two, and then Robert and I just watched the final episode. Uh, just now before we started recording. So I watched a full one quarter of the series, and Robert watched a full one half. I guess that's red- or yeah. I, I, I guess that's an oxymoron. A little a more. A full quarter and a full half are um, an oxymoron. Yeah, like 55%. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Let's Shall we summarize the conceit? Yeah, yeah. It, in the In the first episode... Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville is has some gambling debts. He's a he's a sleaze. He's a low life. Is gonna leave town and no, he's not gonna leave town. He's gonna jump off bridge. Yeah, he's gonna kill himself because the loan sharks are after him. Yeah, and he's he's got nothing to live for, and or so he thinks. And he's on the bridge, and a pastor who's on his way to a new job in a small town tries to talk him off of the ledge and ends up falling in himself. So Buddy, the Michael Rosenbaum, 
sees this as his opportunity to start a new life, heads to where this guy was heading, gets to the town, finds the address, finds out he's supposed to be a pastor there, and finds out the pastor was gay. (laughs) So he now has to lead two double lives. Meanwhile, avoiding these cops who are looking for him and i guess in the like i forget what in what episode yeah there's 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 always like uh, a little threat to someone figuring out who he is yeah and all in all these episodes and uh just the way he gets out of it see that's what i liked about it is it's that kind of humor where they that go a little too far you know he's He's the pastor of the of a Lutheran church, and everyone is all about keeping up appearances and looking good. And he, it just sort of blows that out of the water every episode, you know, with it, his cussing, his drug use, his, uh, he has uh, the town hooker on yeah. on, on speed dial, and uh, that's yeah, why it was one. like, yeah, I I didn't want I didn't want to like the show, but it it just these impossibly funny situations you know i figured it out last night oh what was that the formula for this episode for this series is three's company (laughs) think about it (laughs) yes you have the guy who's pretending to be gay and he's got to get out of these weird episodes these weird uh, situations every episode and then there's there's the gay guy who wants him and then there's the straight lady who wants him Mm-hmm. And, and and then there's uh, the Janet character, the, yeah. Sarah Rue. Yeah. And then you have uh, uh, Alan Rash, or what's his yeah. name? Uh, uh, David Rash. David Rash. Who his plays character. Alden. Yeah, he, yeah, Alden is uh, Mr. Roper hey, or Mr. Hey, Feely. Hey, Robert, do you know what show David Rash used to be on? No, what show? Sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> and Nurses. And Nurses. I, yes. I used to watch Nurses with my parents. Oh, I, I never watched that one, it, but it, I love the Sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew you were waiting for that. I it was. was. It had your <laughs> name written all over that. And it didn't, it didn't hit me until earlier today. <laughs> no, but he, he is so funny. Oh, yes, like, he is good as like the... He's the, he's the the, the, the church council Lutheran, yeah yeah the the church council president he's got a lot of yeah history and uh, it's it well it's funny because he ends up spoilers if oh, don't yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> he he ends up uh, striking up a relationship with a town hooker and trying to marry <laughs> her and divorcing his wife who's the the town. Um, Biddy? funeral director actually oh. <laughs> but yeah that too. It's crazy. I guess uh, my I didn't enjoy it as much because it went a little too the tone was all over the place. Yeah, the, that's which I think a thing. I've said before. Yeah, that, well who is a show yeah. targeting? I mean because there was is there he was, is he try and maybe maybe I'm a victim of falling into old TV tropes. You know, yeah. I grew up in the 80s, so I I saw a lot of 70s and 80s and 90s uh, TV uh, when I was younger. And is it a show about him starting a new life as a pastor? Is it a show about him being on the run? 
it's it's all those things, and it didn't always blend well. It, it, right. It's it's a little too broad. Yeah. Sometimes there's there's action. Sometimes there's comedy. Sometimes there's mystery. You know, is he gonna yeah. get found out? It's is, is he gonna survive this encounter? Because there's yeah. He has a yeah, couple close episode encounters ends, with yeah, every episode ends on a him. cliffhanger, like yeah. like a Batman episode. Yeah, yeah it's, it, even the series finale. So. Yeah, which they did not realize was going to be a series finale. Yeah, obviously. Well, I think I think maybe the writers were probably kind of like, "Whew, I didn't know how we were going to get out of that one." I'm I'm sort of glad they canceled us. So, you know, they wrote themselves into a corner, like, "Whew." How are we going to do they that? They didn't write themselves into a corner. There I, were a million things they could have done next. Yeah, well, I'm sure they they feel yeah. they feel better I wish, about that. I wish I the in between the eight episodes, eight, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, the seven episodes that I didn't see in season two, the cops weren't in this last one, and I wish I knew what happened with their storyline. Yeah, well, it's still on Hulu. You can I always guess. go back and watch I, it if, if you want. If I, I think I will, even though I know how it ends, I think I'll probably go back and watch yeah, I wish season I, two. I, yeah, I wish I had time. Because I, it was funny. I, and that's the thing. It was funny. The, the uh, a, a lot of this kind of comedy, this is a very kind of modern humor that you see in, yes. in movies now. Like, uh, it's, I compare it with Ghostbusters, because the, the, the new version, because there was... Um, a lot of controversy around this movie, and well, the I watched controversy it. is completely separate from the type of humor that's in the film. Right. The thing is, the the four women in there were very funny, um, but just not in that movie. That's debatable. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think uh, that that movie. One was, of the women in that movie was funny. It was just, uh, I, it was a train wreck. I'm not, and it wasn't their fault. It was no the type of I, humor the script was going for. I. I didn't like Bridesmaids. And let me, before I before I begin this, I purchased this movie last night to watch on my new 4K TV. Oh, I, Ghostbusters? I got, yeah, I got the 4K version. Yeah. Uh, there's not a very good selection of the 4K movies, and it's, it, it, this, the movie was okay. Yeah. I didn't like Bridesmaids. I wish it had been Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Mindy Kaling, and Ellie Kemper. Oh, that would have been funny. Yeah, that that's more my. But I don't. I don't think yeah. even they. I mean, the script was bad. No, no, it would have been a completely the different direction. script. Yeah, yeah. The you know, if they made it like a re, like instead of a, yeah, a spend, reboot, if they it was like a passing of the torch, I don't it would even have been mind better. that it was a reboot. You yeah. know, they spent there's too much plot in it for one thing. Right. They spent ten minutes trying to convince Melissa McCarthy to give her a book or do something with a yeah, book. Yeah, it was like it was it, so slow. You know. Yeah. The, the original Ghostbusters is about not even Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, but Peter Venkman and Ray Stance and Egon Spengler and Winston right. Zedmore. Right. It's about it's about the characters. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff. Like, I can't like, remember. I remember like Holtzman. Had... I can't remember any of the other character names. Yeah, like and you know they they Patty. one of them's name is Patty. Yeah, they they <laughs> t- they is sad. That's think how long. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Patty, and I can't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, but it takes them like ten or fifteen minutes to talk about the the proton packs and how they work. They handled that in ten seconds in an elevator in the yeah. first movie. They didn't need all that setup. I mean, it was like what 
this, yeah, you're making in this the, movie for Ghostbusters fans in and the you're era of the origin don't know story. how this yeah, yeah it's it's like but the type of humor that they were going for in that movie was the type of movie that they had in Impastor that kind of that modern humor where you know there's these weird situations and people are you know trying to bluff their way out of it or talk their way out of it or you know but in Ghostbusters, it was like labored. It was like, oh, we're trying to be funny. In in Pastor, you never got that sense like, oh, I'm trying to be funny. Like Michael uh, Rosenbaum, he really carried the show well because he was always trying to just – he was in – the moment as a character, like, how the heck am I going to get out of this? And you felt that desperation and that it wasn't like he was trying to be funny. He was like, how am I going to solve this problem that I'm in? And that's where the humor came out of. See, I thought that's what made it funny. I I thought you were going to say it's, it's the modern humor uh, in relation to shows like it's always sunny in Philadelphia or, and now I can't because I don't watch any well, of them. Well, Boston Nine Nine, you like that show? Brooklyn right? Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Sorry. Yes, yeah. but that's not even that. That's funny. That is funny. That's I a was funny going show. for more like shows that are a little raunchy but still have a little bit of heart with them. Uh, oh you're, yeah. You're the worst, which I I've never seen but I've heard about it. Uh, Catastrophe, which I've never seen but I've heard about. Family Guy, which is uh, as, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, is just crass. Yeah. I have watched Family Guy, and I yeah do not care for it. Yeah, but I I think that's where this show ran into problems was because because of the tone. Because yeah, because it was trying to be a comedy, a gross out comedy, a religious show sort of. I mean, yeah. that was in there. Well, there's you know I there was a lot of jokes because I, I when I uh, became a Christian, I was in a Lutheran church. So there was, they were doing stuff that I thought was very funny just from being the perspective of a Lutheran. Okay. And only, like, a, a, you know, a Lutheran Christian would get that stuff and be like, oh, that's funny. And then they have a, a, a joke about, you know, the, the pastor trying to hide his weed and the whiskey from the yeah. church secretary coming in. You know, that – so there's that shift in tone. I mean, you have to be a really, like, sort of twisted individual to enjoy all that. I think I did, because <laughs> I can get all that both sides of that humor, I suppose. <laughs> so, so for the first time in checking the gate history, I am more conservative than Robert. That's right. <laughs> so, but but that, I think that it, it goes to what you were saying, where it was it's too broad. It's it and uh, yeah. I mean like they could like have you don't know what what yeah. show is it trying to be. Yeah. They could have had him go to town and be any kind of do any kind of job, but yeah. they picked pastor. Do you think? Do you think it was ever making fun of religion or religious people? You know, I don't think so because the way that uh, like Sarah Rue played her character, Dora, um, Dora. And uh, Alden, played by uh, David Rash, and you know they they never played caricatures. You know, you you felt for the characters and, and mm-hmm. the things that they were going through, and he understood what they were going through. Also, uh, like Mike Kaczynski's character, uh, the um, the gay guy Russell, yeah, Russell. You the is always after you know aiming for the pastor. And um, uh, Alexa, because because the pastor was, they believed the pastor was was gay. 
Yeah, except for Alexa. She didn't right. think he was gay at all. So Every, all the characters seemed real, even though they were at times larger than life. You, there was something in them that you could believe that they were. Like uh, there was an episode where uh, Dora was like, she she was sewing up the wedding dress for this woman who stole her fiance, and she's like, and she finally uh, like flips out on this other girl, and she's like, well, why did you say yes? She's like, because I always say yes. I say yes to everything because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> but right now I'm not, I'm saying no. She's like, fine. Well, you're gonna clean my dress then? Yes, of course I will. <laughs> you know, it was funny, you know, mm-hmm. and that's in. I, I think there was a, a little bit of truth to all the characters. Yeah, which, I liked which made it funny. I liked her on the show. I I hope to see her in other. I hadn't. I don't think I'd seen her in anything before this. She had her own show. I I want to say I'd heard like her a name, while ago. But Le- less than perfect was what it was called. Oh, that was her. Yeah, it didn't last very long, did it? It was four years, two thousand two okay. to two thousand six. All right, I. Uh, I'm sure be... I never watched it. I must be yeah. thinking of a different show. Um, yeah, because I right. remember, but she was on, and then she she did a bunch of you know like guest of the week kind of things. Oh, okay. Um, she was looks like she was in the ring. The Sarah Michelle Gellar of the ring. Yeah. Oh, Zach Levi was in that show too. Andy Dick. Eric Roberts, Will Sasso, wow. This is Patrick Warburton. Perfect. Yeah. Andrea Parker. From um, Hello Miss Parker. Yes. <laughs> wow. I have to go I have to go back and look at this show. Huge egos, some... backbiting assistance, screaming deadlines. Claudia Claude Casey has moved up in the secretarial world of television news from permanent floater to the anchor's desk. It's a short elevator ride from the depths of the mailroom to the executive summit, but still the Ice Queen assistants give her a chilly reception. Now, can this perky former temp's warmth and humanity melt the hearts of the competitive up-and-comers? I have to give this show this a second was on look. For four years? Yeah. I remember when it first came on, I'm I, being mildly amused by it, but like I said, I... There 81 I, you know. episodes. What channel was it on? Not that it matters, but... I think it was... I see something about ABC somewhere. Here it goes. ABC All sitcom right. office comedy. Two thousand two. I so, have I guarantee yeah. I've never seen this show. So yeah, I mean you can't say the show didn't have some quality people in it. Yeah. Um I'm talking about Impastor now, not about Sarah Ruse, but you right. know, yeah, she's uh very funny. And I don't. The only thing I'd really known uh, Michael Rosenbaum from before was Smallville. That's all anybody knows so, him from. So, but seeing him in this kind of role, I mean, he he could really do comedy. And but yeah, he acts a little more than he got to on Smallville. Yeah, let's be honest. That was a little one note. That's probably why he wanted to leave after a while. <laughs> yeah, he did not. Uh, he did not stick it out to the bitter end. Yeah. I, well, I don't he know did come back for the bitter He came end. back for the final episode, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, I have some Smallville uh, DVD cases I down here. I do see them. Yeah, they're all about. empties. They're all empties. I've got the other ones. I've got them upstairs. So, I don't know. What's your final judgment on on uh, Impastor? Well, I, uh, I'm sorry it got canceled, you know, for the fact that there were some people who enjoyed it, and it, it puts a bunch of people out of work, if, if temporarily. 
Uh, on the other hand, it it was not my favorite show. Uh, it was never going to be my favorite show. And I had actually resisted doing it for a while because I didn't think I'd like it. But I ended up liking it more than I thought I would. And, you know, we'll always have these 20 episodes. Yeah. See, I don't know how to rate this one because, like I said, I didn't want to like it. I'm but sticking it's, with, it's funny. I'm sticking with my original assessment of non-essential. I'm standing by that. Yeah. It's okay. I liked it more than I thought I would. It, let's say if if you're a real fan of the actors in this, like if you enjoyed uh, Less Than Perfect, if you enjoyed Smallville, if you enjoyed Sledgehammer, this might be worth looking up uh, the few yeah. episodes that are on Hulu. Let's say that. If you like, I, I, knew, I knew Lex from Smallville was on it. That's all I knew. Even hosting a, a, a podcast about, televised religious programs I still resisted it but if you're a fan of Smallville and no Michael Rosenbaum from that go ahead and check it out yeah check out the first two in season one if you can yeah it's uh it, it, it there's some there's some episodes that uh I would say I I, I had to watch with my eyes closed or just turn them off because I it, it seemed a little too preposterous uh, actually the kind of the whole premise of the show like would a church actually be that desperate to hire a pastor without actually interviewing him first, knowing nothing basically about him and just saying, come on and be a pastor of our church. But um, I've learned never to underestimate the, the desperation of others. They said, Oh, we were out a pastor for a year and that's why they brought him on. So uh, I don't know. It There's some th- situations seem preposterous to me, but wait, what? <laughs> but the, the, the comedy they pulled off was really funny, um, if if that's the kind you like. And um, I don't know, if you're Lutheran, check it out, I guess, because there's if if you're um, if you're not easily offended, <laughs> yeah. And because uh, there's there's some uh, some good inside jokes there, but uh, other than that, eh, you can like I said, you can leave it go. Either be a a real fan of the actors, or you know, a, a really strange Lutheran, I guess, like I am. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that about does it for this episode of Checking the Gate. Join us next month when our film will be. Uh... Shh. Silence. I was trying to come up with a, a wacky. <laughs> title. I beat you to it. <laughs> Let's do it for real now. I, I missed my chance. I... <laughs> All right. Well, that about does it for uh, this episode. Uh, join us next month uh, when we will be doing the brand new still in theaters, uh, at least when we record it, uh, Martin Scorsese movie Silence. Uh, it stars Andrew Garfield and Liam Neeson. And who's the third guy? Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Uh, who uh, Robert gave me an Adam Driver action figure just today for Christmas. <laughs> uh uh, in the movie Silence, uh, about Jesuit uh, missionaries in Japan. Thank Going you. Japan. And then in TV Corner, we will be doing the brand new just aired. I'm not sure when it airs. Actually, I gotta look at that. Uh, yeah, we'll have to look it up on HBO Go. Right? Yeah, the the <laughs> HBO series The Young Pope, starring Jude Law as a young pope. I bet he's got some radical new ideas for the church. That's all I know about it. Yeah. 
It's got yeah. Jude Law, and he plays the Pope. Yep. So that'll be... There's a trailer. That'll, we'll have to check that out. We will. All put right. The link, we'll put the link in the notes for you. All right. So until next time, this is Robert saying keep the faith. And Mike saying peace out. <laughs>